The privatisation of Ward 9B follows a desperate psychiatrist, Dr Craven, played by David McRae, in his efforts to supplement diminishing funding by dragging his patients into the merciless world of economic enterprise. Written in 1991, at a time when the Hawke-Keating government was privatising public services such as airports, airlines, communications and banks, Bill Marshall's social message still rings clear. We bring an emphasis on profit-making and cost-cutting into the provision of public services at the peril of those most vulnerable in society. I was born in the year it was written, and I've only ever known these services to be private, so I do wonder if the setting had a more meaningful impact on the audience members from the older generation. Walking into the intimate black box theatre at La Mama, a nurse seated in the corner of the stage judged our every movements. It was as if we'd entered a psychiatric ward as patients instead of a theatre as audience members. This foreshadowed the audience's active role as characters in the story that unfolded. We were addressed as potential investors, which questioned the morality of our role as observers of a stage performance, as a parallel to those people detained on behalf of society at large. Theatre norms were smashed right from the beginning when the theatre manager gave his welcome to country and phones off announcement after the play had seemingly begun. With the actors on stage with him, they guided the audience members to a medicine cup with a pill under each of our chairs. I don't know what was in that pill, but it was a roller coaster into crazy land from then on. Mike, played by Mark Opitz, claims he is a sane visitor of the hospital, trapped in the ward and being treated like a patient. Much like Leonardo DiCaprio in Shutter Island, the audience is left wondering whether he is the only voice of reason in the play or profoundly self-deluded. The thematic relevance of his character in a wider sense begs the question, who should be given the power to decide what is sane and what is not? In Ward 9B, the audience is privy to Dr Craven's abuse of this authority to make those judgments. Yet within the world of the play, everyone fails to see his corruption and wrongly rewards his manipulations. The farcical results can easily be compared with our contemporary political and social landscapes. Mike's substory, like all four patients in Ward 9B, I felt were not fully developed and could have been whole separate plays altogether. With the patients' backstories going on, their mild relationship developments throughout the play and the overarching story all happening on stage simultaneously, with no ascertainable rhyme or reason, the storyline was at times difficult to follow. There were moments in which all eight characters were crowding this tiny stage with no obvious justification. Physically and psychologically, it was utterly chaotic. Trapped in the small theatre for 80 minutes as an audience member, I began to feel what the patients in the ward might be experiencing, such as agitation, relentlessness, disorientation. A special mention to Matthew Richard Walsh, who plays Max, a creepy, depraved patient whose acting was nuanced and consistent. Carolyn Ferguson, who played the vain Nurse Wrench, perhaps a nod to a less malevolent version of Ken Kesey's Nurse Ratchet, has a beautifully resonant voice which filled up the space both when she was speaking and when she treated us to a strange and random cabaret performance. I thought the acting of the cast as a whole was a little disconnected at times where lines or physical responses were anticipated, although this could have been a directorial choice by Marky Lawrence to set up a hyper-realistic and melodramatic tone. The synopsis promised a really interesting explanation into a controversial matter, but I found that the script writing, direction and acting all tried to cover too much ground. The privatisation of Ward 9B is showing at La Mama Theatre in Carlton until the 19th of February.